What's up, Roberto? Hello. Oh, are you in our building? Oh. Hey, Roberto, I'm going to come by next week. I got some toys for you and some gifts. Shut your door, Harv. Woofer. Harvey, shut your door. Okay. We got we got too many people on a podcast like in the same vicinity. Harry's in the main conference room. Harvey's right down the aisle from me. I saw your brother over the weekend, Harvey. Oh yeah, what's up? Uh with not his weight, let's put it that way. He looks what he looks what's he he looks like he looks like a fucking uh he, he looks terrible. Yeah, he doesn't Who's work that? Ian. Ian's been on, uh, been real sick as diabetes and... Uh, oh, is that uh, true? That's, is it true? Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm sorry um, to hear that. And he's on that Ozempic. Um, they put him on that drug and it's just shedding the weight off him. He looks like, he looks like a, he looks very frail. Hey, will you text yeah. Becky? Or, I'll, I'll text Becky right now. Sorry about that, guys. So we have Nolan, right? Correct. At, he's not at Max Brook anymore, Harry. Uh, I know that. So what's the name of the place he's at? Do they go by App Properties or do they go by uh, uh, Sotheby's Christie? Just do App Properties. App A P P. No, A T. The you know at the uh, the A oh. symbol. Oh, uh, okay. No, he's not. Is, he, he, is he on today or no? No, he's yeah. not on today. All right, good. It's just going to be us because, as usual, Becky didn't give me notice. All right, so let's roll it up. Yep. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. Today is Wednesday, October 25th. Yep, 25th. 25th, John Cole. Coming up to Halloween. It's not a scary time. It might be for some people in the interest rate business, but we're going to quell everybody's interest rate fears today. With me today on the podcast here at Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Letter 2289, NMLS number. Compliance, there you go. It's out of the way is Mr. John Kolb. Good morning, everybody. I just want to say quell or squash. I guess those are both words you could have used there. They are synonymous. Stop, you could say. Eliminate. Cease. Go look up in the thesaurus. I know Harvey, we were lost. We lost Harvey at quell. Also, we have Mr. Harvey Freed, host of the co-host of the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Show. Heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 on Detroit. Talk Sports Radio 97.1. Good morning, Harp. Good morning, gentlemen. In the booth, we have our producer director, Roberto Moshe. He's giving me the high sign, the thumbs up sign. Uh, Lisa and Becky are off today, off the podcast today. 
um, running around doing the end of the month closings that every lender, well, maybe not every lender, has at the end of the month. We're doing our thing and we appreciate it. Gentlemen, let's just jump right into it. We're going to have a great, passionate podcast today. Some serious things that we got to talk about. I'm going to jump right into it, John Cole. Here we go. Question of the day. If mortgage rates are affecting home buying, why haven't we seen a drastic drop in home prices? Uh, inventory. So it's supply and demand, right? I mean, it's it's the interest rates are outside of what uh, people need and want. So, I mean, it doesn't matter where the interest rates are. We talk about it all the time. Back in 1982, rates were at 16 18%. They were still buying homes back then. So it's supply and demand. People need homes. We've got the uh, the millennials who are out there trying to buy up homes and get into their first home. And uh, they're the biggest populist right now. Is that correct, Harry? You, I mean, you're, you're always on top of um, yeah, the- Yeah, I'm a uh, wordsmith. Yeah, populist is good. Biggest segment of the population. Uh, the volume of millennials looking to buy homes. Yeah, all I agree with that, John. That's all. Look up in the thesaurus. And those are all words that are synonymous with populist. Good, so, yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's based on the uh, number of people out there looking for homes versus the number of homes available. I love that. Harvey Freed, I want you to repeat what John said. If mortgage rates are affecting home buying, why haven't we seen a drastic drop in home prices, Harvey Freed? We're not going to see a drop. We've talked about supply and demand. It's the basic economics. Harvey, Harry, I'm not as smart as you, but I can tell you that that simple uh, uh, notion that uh, home prices are going to drop, it's not going to happen. Uh, the lack of homes, it's already been documented. We've come on over the last two years and continuously, and we're really peppering this idea that, folks, it's not going to be less expensive next year, but maybe, just maybe, that interest rate could be. Just maybe it could be next year. Yeah, I love that because what John said, what everybody's saying now, they finally figured out, Harvey and John, and everybody listening all around the world, um, as we do have listeners all around the world, it's been documented. It goes like this for me. Say it again, and we'll say it again. It doesn't matter what your rate is if you're looking to buy a home. Why? Now, that's a very, very blanket statement. Because if you can afford the payment now, okay, rates will come down. We're going to talk about that. Um, but you shouldn't be looking at the interest rate. You should be looking at the affordability factor and your budget and your own specific John Kolb situation. So again, I bought a house, rates were 12 and three quarters, okay? I didn't like the rate, but rates are rates. I could afford the house. And then when rates started coming down, John, what happened? Yeah, absolutely. You go back and you refinance. It's, you know, you date the rate, not uh, not the, uh, the home. So marry the home, date the rate. Um, you know, the number one thing is, you know, we've been doing this a long, long time. There's a lot of companies out there that don't focus on um, refinances. They want to just focus on purchases, which is all fine and dandy. I think you have to have a healthy dose of both. Um, and, you know, we are in touch with our customers. We know our customers. We stay in touch with them. And when the rates do come down and it makes it gives it going to save them some money, then we go about reach out to them and tell them it's time. You know, the number one thing I saw something posted the other day that uh, a was it a four or five hundred thousand dollar mortgage right now uh, from a year ago costs a thousand dollars more per month than it did last year. Okay, yeah, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And you know what? If you can afford to do it, it's only going to be temporary. 
And the hope is that you get enough money out of the sale of your home to offset that extra uh, increase in the payment for the time being um, and also the increase in the price of the home. So you got to look at the positive and negatives. Don't always just focus on one part of it. Take all of it and weigh it out and see what makes sense. Yeah, Harvey, what do you say about that? I mean, still a plus or a home buying activity. And, and I'm going to give it to you this way. John said that compared to last year, rates were lower, rates are higher now. It's another $1,000 a month. What do you say, 400000 yeah, something like that, 400. Okay, so here's the thing, Harvey. For you. I, Harvey, you know, I can make the case the other way. I can make the case that why are you looking at last year? Last year is coming gone. If I'm going to play that game, I bought a house um, and rates were 12 and three quarters. How much money am I saving if I got to pay an 8% rate? Well, let, let's just do some simple math. Keep it uh, really simple. A $100,000 loan, if the rate is 8% now versus 6% at the beginning of 2023, the difference is $134 with that 2% difference, that 2% margin between eight and six, your payment is $134 more. That's it. That, that's oh, it. Okay. So, but well, let me ask you guys a question here. If you don't buy a house now and let's say rates go to you eight and a half, go eight and a half versus eight. Why don't you tell me that? Okay. So how much money, how much money are people losing is my point. If you don't buy, there are a record number of first-time homebuyer programs. There's still a plethora of home buying activity. There's many more ways to qualify for a new home. People are paying. Are rents going up or going down? Builders are building more apartment complexes now than single-family residents. There's an easy answer why. Because the cost of building a house, a single-family home, and the cost of building a multi-unit apartment building, okay, if you have 25, 35, 45 units that you're going to get rent off in an apartment, you have incremental costs for the labor, for the materials, and everything. You might as well build apartments rather than single-family homes. And that's what's going on right now, John. Yeah. I mean, it makes a lot of sense for these builders. I mean, you get, you know... It's what 10 uh, depending upon how many units you have in an apartment building you have 10 15 20 times the amount of rent than you would on a home and the cost is going to be very similar to build it absolutely why wouldn't you you know but you know the number one thing is going through a commercial loan versus a residential loan there's a huge difference there residential loans are much much easier to get done quicker to get done than it is a commercial loan but it's the long game so it's yeah so why wouldn't you buy a home why wouldn't you take even if you're only going to be in this home for a year the cost that it's gonna, the cost that it's gonna for rent versus what it's gonna be to own, and you could lose out on the appreciation is is a killer. So you have to you have to look at once again look at the long game. Where is it gonna make you some money uh, and grow some wealth for you? Yeah, hey Harvey, I've talked to a lot of our realtor partners and in the realtor community, and we're having Noel Heidemann from At Properties on our Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate and Business Show this Saturday morning. Noel's always been a a longtime fan favorite, wealth of knowledge, been in the business a long time. But Harvey, all the realtors are telling me, they there's a pent-up demand of buyers out there. The realtor community has a, so many buyers backlog, they could sell so many houses, obviously, but they don't have the inventory. So to me, to me, why would, and what they're telling their people is that if they find a house that's on the market, you got to buy it. Prices are going up. Rates are going up temporarily. We have some 
good news on rates coming, but but rates right now are going up. So you're actually losing money if you don't buy a house now and with the appreciation factor and the prices, Harvey Freed. Life's all about opportunity here. Uh, talking to a couple agents yesterday at a closing. Mm-hmm. And although the pent-up buyer demand is still out there, there are just a little bit less, a little bit less activity on some of the current listings. Um, they're still seeing multiple bids in some cities. You're seeing over-asking on many, many of the homes. But still, there's little window of opportunity here as we get to the end of October after Halloween, November, December, just that little glimpse of opportunity where if you are a first-time home buyer, and there's many of you out there. This is your window. We talked about it last year. And Harry, we saw it take off right after January 7th, 8th, 9th, boy, just after the first week of the new year. Again, all the buyers were out there fighting over these houses. Here we are at the end of 2023, and we have that little window of opportunity again where some of the buyers out there might be able to get right at the asking price, maybe a little bit of concessions depending upon where that house is in this region. Yeah, we're going to see that same low again, Harvey. The market's about the same as it is. You're going to see the same low. John, favorite time of year coming up, holiday time. You know that low between Christmas and New Year. I'm sorry, between Thanksgiving and New Year's. Throw in Thanksgiving, Christmas holiday, people taking off psychologically. You've only heard me say that about 30 times, haven't you? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's on repeat, that's for sure. I mean, it's it's a good one. Um, all the newbies always love that, uh, that slogan because they, 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 it is hits reality. Uh, it hits, it hits at home, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be that time of the year. We really got to get to crunch time, trying to make sure that people really understand where the savings can be. Um, you know, especially with some better rates coming out there, hopefully in the future, where can we save some money? Can we pay off some debt? Um, even going from a three, you know, there's so many formulas that we can run that makes sense for you to do something. If we can pay some debt off. And if you're at a 3% interest rate on a 30-year fixed right now, pay some debt off. And uh, depending upon how much you're going to save on a monthly basis, you're still going to save overall. And also, we can turn that loan into a shorter-term loan. You're missing the boat if you don't let us run the numbers for you. You really are. Yes. So I like the simple math equation, Harvey Freed. If if two years ago you bought a house, and let's just say the appreciation in two years, and I'm going to throw out a number here. Let's say it's just $20,000. Okay, I like that. And let's just say you have run up your credit card debt by $20,000. And you go ahead, and depending on your rate, if it makes sense to take cash out, pay off the credit card debt, and you do the difference between what the payments would be on those credit cards that you're paying off and what your mortgage amount is going to increase, if it's close, you haven't lost anything in the equity because you're taking only the gain that you made in the last two years. What factor in the rate? And if it's close or even higher, your mortgage payment is going to be higher, but it's still going to be less than paying 18 to 22% credit cards. Gentlemen, I'll start with Harvey. Why wouldn't you do the deal? The rate is irrelevant. If you have 18 to 22% credit card debt, because we know mortgage rates are eight. They're not 18 or 22, correct? Harry, uh, you're going with it. Uh, One of the things is about home ownership is uh, you you can't take out 100% of the equity out of your house. So 
it's again, that knowledge piece falls back into what you're telling me. It's real simple. You see a commercial on TV and someone's talking about, hey, your house is worth 20 more. Take the 20 grand and pay off your credit card debt. Well, it doesn't work that way. However, if you can release $20,000 of equity in your house just in that first 12 months, call it on the 13th month, and you do have that credit card debt. So I did the math. Let's say a $300,000 loan. Uh, it's going to cost you $402 more if you close today than maybe on January of 23. It only cost you $4,824. And Harry, your example said $20,000 in debt that you can pay off. Well, that nets you $15,176. So I like the math. Don't lie. DNA and math, those things don't lie. Those are true. They're very true to your pocketbook. They're very true to your blood. And the opportunity continues to be there when we discuss the math. Again, if you can build equity, that's equity that you one day, not maybe right away, but one day you can release to pay off if you've accumulated some bad notes, some bad debt over the years. Yeah, of course, I always have, John Kolb, I always have an answer to that. That question is, is that if I, live in, if I lived in a $300,000 house and, and I had paid it down, and my mortgage is at $200,000, but I appreciate it to three twenty, dollars and my mortgage is at two hundred. dollars I can certainly recoup 100% of that equity without now um, pinching into any equity because I'm just taking out what I've gained, and I'm paying off my credit card debt. But that's a different uh, situation. John Cole, positive news. This is for uh, me, you, and Harvey. Positive news on the horizon for mortgage interest rates. Seems that many of the so-called experts can agree that rates will end up coming down. The question is when? Well, they finally narrowed it down, and, and the three of us, along with Becky and Lisa, all agreed that rates are going to come down probably at the end of 24, beginning of 25, right? Okay. Guess what? Most experts are now confirming that rates are going to come down, some say in 24, late 24, but going into 25. That's a positive step. We know there's an end in sight. We know they're going to come down. So what does that tell me about buyers? Buy a house now because there's going to be less competition. Why wait? You're going to get the house that you want. And then we're going to be able to refinance you in 2025, John. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of experts said that the rates were going to come down at the end of 23. And we never said that. No, we never said that. I we never I, said that. I personally believed it. I, I we did, may not have said it, but I personally believed and thought that that was where it was. But you can't fix stupid. You can't fix the Fed. The Fed is just they've got their their behinds in a bunch, and they're just doing things that they shouldn't be doing uh, with increasing these interest rates. And they're talking about still making one one more increase before the year is over. And you know what? Like I said, you can't fix stupid. So let's yep. just hope that the the uh, analysts are right this time that in 2024, beginning of 2025, the rates do come down. Yep, regardless, and I, I do agree with that, John, that the Fed, there could be Harvey Freed, could be, but it's still positive news because we all have now an end in sight. We, we have to build a bridge through 2024. We can help our clients then with lower rates because it's going to happen. That I do believe that. But as John said, the Fed right now, they're 50-50, Harvey and John and everybody out there, that there's going to be one more rate increase in 2023. Okay, my feeling is rip the Band-Aid off, do it already, then let's get on with our business because 2024 
will be the year that things all level out. No more, no more rate increases, and they're going to start going down, possibly in the fourth quarter and then into 2025. I view that all as positive news. I really do. I'm not sure rates are coming down as to what people think. I mean, what's lower? Yeah, so an eighth is lower, a quarter is lower. If the rate goes down a one full percent, that would be a lot lower. And in history, and, and of course, I can only speak over the last 31 years, if rates dropped 1% from today till next year, that would be great. There'd be an opportunity there for some families. Again, we did the math. One, uh, 2% is $134 on 100,000 from six to eight. So eight to seven, call it 134 divided by two. If rates go down one full percent from today, and next year, they're a percent lower, whatever that is. If it's eight today and they're down to seven, if it's eight and a quarter, down to seven and a quarter. It's $67, Harry. The math don't lie. Perfect. Yeah. I like that. I'll take $67 in my pocket. It'll buy me a tank of gas. Well, wait, but Harvey, if somebody dropped a check 67 times 12. 804. If somebody gave you a check at the end of every year for $804, would you throw it away or would you put it in your pocket? I'll put it away for a rainy day. There you go. Wait, I, wait, I appreciate wait, wait, wait. that. I got, I got, because, I, because I believe in the validity of this podcast, Harvey, you're saying that if rates on a $400,000 loan drop from 8% to 6%, it's how much per, per month? No, no, no he just, said 7%. He said 7%. Ah, well, 8% to 6% is $537 a month. So there you go. Yeah. So here's the story. Let, let's end the rate discussion. We'll move on to the radio show. But John Colby, it's something like this. The rates, you know, there are they are not. I'm going to tell people right now when people say rates are going to go down, they're not going down to four and a half, four, three, three and a half, two, where they were before. What that we're happened. talking, what we're talking about, John and Harvey, and what I am talking about specifically is that you could see in time maybe rates go to the 6% range. Okay. If you if you get lucky, maybe five and three quarters. But let's just stay at six. If they're at eight now, that's a full two percentage point drop, and it's going to take time. Rates always go down slower than when they went up. So therefore, if you subscribe to that theory, it's taken about 17, 18 months to go from four to eight, right? From four to eight, that's doubling. That's 18 months. To go from eight, eight and a half down to six, it'll probably take the same 18 to two, 18 month to 24 month period of time. Okay. So they go down half of what they went up. If you're using that theory, then 2025 and 26 will be very, very good years for both purchase transactions and refinance transactions. transactions. And why? And we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to give you guys the last word. The reasons why are people that are going to, are sitting on 3 to 4% interest rates are getting older. They're going to want to move. They're either going to move to a, uh, you know, a step-down situation. People that were in their first homes are going to want to step up. You're going to see inventory increase. And we're going to be able to lower people's existing rates. So um, that's why I say there's a positive in this. Last but not least, last words of the day, John Kolb. 
you know, just get out there and run the numbers. Uh, like we've been talking about this whole podcast is making sure you're make, uh, make it makes sense for you. If you've got a ton of uh, credit card debt out there and you've got a 3% interest rate, but a lot of equity in the home, you should really be looking at refinancing and seeing what we can do to help you save some money. Also shaving down the, the, uh, the term of the loan. Uh, if you're not running those numbers and don't understand it, perfect time to give us a call so that we can explain it. Excellent. Great job, John Cobb. Harvey Freed. I'm going to piggyback on John's thought. Not only can you lower the rate, maybe lower the term, but you might be removing the PMI, that private mortgage insurance, or maybe the MIP, the mortgage insurance premium. So, Harry, that 18 to 24 months might be a better plan for somebody. They try to dive in right away and get a lower rate, only to realize that if they waited another year, maybe that home value goes up another 5 to 10%, really setting them up for success. Another reason why you need an experienced loan officer to guide you when that refi boom hits. Yep. Folks out there, listen, it goes like this for us. We will run the numbers for you. It's all about saving you money. It's all about specific to your situation. We'll do the heavy lifting. We'll do the hard work for you. We'll come up with the savings for you. We've been doing it for over 30 years. Capital Mortgage Funding, powered by Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, Equal Housing Lender, 2289 is our MLS number. This has been the Hardcore Mortgage Real Estate Business Podcast. We will have on the radio show this weekend, 97.1 FM, John Kolb, Harvey Freed, Becky Alley, and Noel Heideman from App Properties. Everybody, thank you for listening. Roberto Moshane in the booth. We thank him. We'll see you soon.